Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Just a, a couple of moments together in the book of 1 Peter. 1 Peter is a letter that was written at the end of the Bible times to encourage the Christians who were beginning to uh, struggle because the opposition against them had got greater and greater and now some of their friends, some of their fellow believers uh, were even being killed for being uh, Christians. And, and understandably, people were wondering, is this worth it? Should I, have I made the right choice? This is getting way harder than I ever imagined. And he writes this letter that we've been looking at to remind us as Christian people that we will face opposition and we will face opposition because we are different And the main tenant of his, or the main kind of focus of his letter, is that when you come to Christ, you are different. It's part of the package. Something so significant has happened in our lives that we will never be normal again. Why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, do you know what, I will never be normal again. And the the reason, the reason that we are never, we will never be normal again, is that the whole focus and orientation of our lives has changed. And that's what we've been hearing in different ways from Annie and Poppy and Matty and others this morning. The whole orientation of our lives has changed. And, and Peter he writes to remind them that living for God is a better way to live because you're no longer living for something that's earthly. What happens to earthly things? They corrode, they wear out, they break down and eventually they disappear. So the watch that you had 30 years ago, you probably don't have anymore. The phone that you had three weeks ago, you probably don't have anymore. Things break down, run out, don't work anymore. In fact, we pride, uh, we, we take pride in things that have lasted for a long time because of their defiant nature. An old car has a defiantness about it because it's going against the laws of the earth where things decay, fade away, spoil, and eventually die. We're no longer living from that perspective of earth earthly things that come and go, but we're living, he says, for the will of God. We've put aside something earthly to replace it with something that's heavenly. How cool is that? We've set aside something that is fading away for something that the Bible says will never spoil. And so our whole posture, our whole focus is different. 
And so he wants to give those believers who are struggling a reminder of three perspectives that will help them to embrace this sense of being different in a world that often can feel uh, against us. And the first one is this. He effectively says to them, remember that normal isn't working. Normal isn't working. In fact, normal never worked. Normal isn't working. Verse 4, they are surprised that you do not join them in their reckless wild living as they heap abuse on you. There's a huge sense of irony in those words. You have changed as a Christian and so those who haven't yet embraced the Christian faith, he's saying, look on at you and go, this is really weird. The irony is this, the real surprise is this, that Everybody else continues to live the normal way as if it's working. Living for God is to say no to the normal way. As I look around our world, even our town, maybe even the streets that you and I live in, normal is to be anxious. Normal is about trying to act like you've got everything together when inside something is falling apart. Normal is to be uncertain about tomorrow. Normal is to have nowhere to turn when you face the big questions of life. Normal is to avoid what might happen in the future because it's too uncertain, too painful. And the idea that we talk about life beyond this one seems too far-fetched for us to face. Normal is to live with a sense of shame. So many people live with that sense of, I'm not quite good enough. I'm not sure that I fit in. If people knew the real truth about me, they wouldn't love me or accept me anymore. Normal is to live with shame. That's what shame is, to, to feel that you're not right in some way. Normal is to live with things we wish we could change, we wish were different, sadnesses and pains and things that are wrong on the inside. That's what he says, that's a reckless way to live. The irony is that they look on to Christians who have so changed and go, that's weird. And he's encouraging us to think about it from the other way. To continue to live as normal, as if it's working, that's weird. When you feel different, when you feel like you're on the outside, remember that different is good. I'm different, tell the person next to you, and it's very good. Second perspective. Second perspective. The end of all things is near, he says. The second perspective is this. Now is the time to really embrace what God wants to do in you and through you. He writes in a way to remind those early believers that even though they're going through a really tough time right now, that time is short And instead of seeing that time as simply a a moment to endure, Peter, like so many of the other Bible writers, wants to turn it on its head again and say, it's not a time to endure, more it's a time of opportunity. It's a time of opportunity. What is it that God wants to do in and through you right now 
even though the time that you're in might be hard and difficult and a struggle to endure. Every season, he reminds those early believers, is an opportunity. And today is such a testimony of that truth. You and I naturally want to run away from everything that's hard and difficult and challenging and painful in our lives. We all do that. That's our human nature. Yet, if you listen carefully to the stories of our friends today, it's out of pain and sadness and difficulty and struggle that we are celebrating three amazing life transformations. So Peter writes to them and says, remember, now's the time. Now's the time to embrace what God wants to do in you and through. Don't put it off thinking there's a better time, another day coming. Today is the day. In fact, the Bible puts it uh, this way in another place. Another writer in the New Testament, he says, today is the day of salvation of rescue. Today is the day when it's all happening. I mean, where would you rather be this morning than in this place, hey? Today's the day when God's at work. Third and final perspective is this. A new way or new ways to live. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Oh, wish I'd go home. Oh. I've even put the milk bottles out. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others and be faithful stewards. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. It's a complete change of posture. How do we live? in this new light, in this new life that God has given us, is to think outwards and not inwards. Hospitality is a super example. Traditionally, we make our homes beautiful for us. We decorate them for us. We have in the homes what we want for us, and we put a front door, a big front door, on the way in, which is usually locked, and and we alarm our houses to protect them from everyone outside. It's like we build around ourselves a castle, and we create this environment, that's what normal is, where it's about me and mine. And the Bible all the way through says there is a totally different, way more liberating way to live. Instead of grabbing, to start giving. To open up the front door of our homes. To open up with our words. To open up with our gifts. To open up with our acts of service. And instinctively, normal says, don't do that. Look after number one. But we've discovered that what the Bible says is absolutely true. If you seek God's kingdom, if you go his way, if you reach out, so much more will be added to you. Very simple illustration. I was very keen 
to keep the front door of our home closed for good reason. I wanted to protect my family. I wanted to make sure we had quality time together. I wanted to make sure we had a strong marriage. I wanted to make sure that our kids were, <clears throat> that our kids were strong and all that stuff. All good motivations. But honestly, when you open up the door, whatever that is, you get so much more than you ever imagined. There are tons of new ways for us to live. And as we embrace them, we discover that we're not just outsiders, we're outliers. We're people that are living outside the normal range of things. And boy, does this world need a load of people who are going to live very different. Who's in? Who's in? Let's be quiet for a moment. Am I in? Am I in? Am I, am I going to change my posture from being inward to outward? Am I going to think about giving rather than getting or even grabbing? Am I going to think about being open rather than closed? Am I going to agree in my spirit that normal doesn't work? If not, a, a nation would be abundantly happy and filled with joy. Manifestly, normal doesn't work. So I choose to seize the day, to seize the time, to live different in this day, in this moment. And we read from that. That final verse about how it brings praise and honor to Jesus. And when praise and honor comes to Jesus, the blessing, the healing, the love, the grace, the hope, the rescue, the transformation of Jesus is seen in our lives and in those around us. We're going to sing a song as we just make our response to God. It's so often fear, fear that stops us. Fear is never, ever a good reason not to do anything. In the name of Jesus, we choose to conquer fear and even do it afraid. So we worship uh, around this, this great song and offer our lives afresh to Jesus in the process.